Your suite is ready. Girl, we are in there. You can't gaze into the future, future. You might think life is but a dream. Life is a fierce travel from a distance. Yeah. Go right. And it's not that easy. Wait, 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 wait. We ain't talk about this. No, no. We ain't talk about this. I try to save the situation. Then I end up misbehaving. That's so raven. It's the future we can see. Why did you do this? We did not talk about this. This is not what we talked about. Hi guys, welcome back, Urban Sweet Talk. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a while, but now we missed y'all. We back. Niggas need breaks too. Um, it's me, Queen T. I am Queen T. I forget to spell it. Um, my Marla, <laughs> Lady M four one seven on Instagram. Hey y'all. Hey. Hola, cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias. Yeah. A nigga straight. I always ask in Spanish, and so when they reciprocate, I just go, a nigga straight. Um, how's your week? Uh, my week. Couple was, of weeks. It's been a yeah, while. For real, it's been a while. Um, my week was pretty great. Um, this past weekend, I was at Griot Fest. I was with my people. Oh, oh. First of all, it was cold as shit outside. Um, I had one ensemble mm-hmm. already, you know, some booty shorts, a Haitian tee. You know, to be comfortable. But then the wind cut your ass. But then the wind, thank God I had a sweater dress, a hooded, a hoodie dress. I put that bitch right on top of that shit and I went out there and I had a great time. I had a, a much better time than I anticipated because I don't do crowds. So I had to keep coming out of the crowd every so often because it would just get too, too much too much for me. Um, shout out to Belinda J, one of our listeners who actually saw me while I was coming out of the crowd. Hey, girl. And she hey. reached out. She's like, oh my God, I listen to your show. So shout out to her. I was very drunk at that moment. I cannot believe I remember seeing her because I, I was on Hennessy at that point. But um, thank you for for um, for stopping me and, and you know, pointing, pointing me out or whatever the case is. Hey, girl. Hey. But how was your weekend? Oh, how was your weeks? Man, I think that just winding down from school, you know, is coming to the end of the semester where yeah. shit gets real. Shit Finals gets really and real. All that shit. Group projects. Hey. Fuck them group projects. I cannot deal with my classmates. I'm just not a group ass person. Um, but I'm I'm doing my best. Except for when that grade be an A, then I'll be all That's different. <laughs> what what a group based friend. <laughs> But you know what? Yes, the semester is winding down, but fucking holidays are winding up. And it's just like, bro, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And if this weather keeps up, it's starting to feel like it. I hope we keep this weather up. This weather's been nice. We only get about mm, six days days and like 47 minutes of cold air. We don't really get a lot per year. Barely. Well, <laughs> I feel like we actually, didn't get anything no, last no, year. no, no. I, we're in South Florida, guys. If anybody's listening and don't know where we are, we are in South Florida. So you know, we have no idea what the hell kind of weather y'all are dealing with up north. We also don't care. Shout out to Fat and Funny. <laughs> but <laughs> if that cold, what I'm feeling then? <laughs> because everybody comes. They come for us. Oh, that's cold to y'all. Let me tell you something. Y'all ain't anything, cold, bitch. It's cold. Anything under seventy four, I'd be like, "Ooh, it's a draft. <laughs> it is nifty. <laughs> I can't. 
can't. It's nifty. Like, we were outside during Grill Fest, and we're surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. And that breeze coming in off the water was just not conducive you know to what's what I worse? had going on. What's worse, probably, especially for, for the Grill Fest, is when you're dancing and gyrating and gooyotting. <sighs> And you're sweating, and then your body forgets that it's cold, and then you settle down. Like if you stop moving for a little minute, yes. And then all the sweat, you like, wait a minute. Speaking <laughs> of moving and gyrating and carrying on, I forgot I'm not as young as I used to be over mm. here jumping and carrying on in the crowd with these damn youngins. Ain't got the mega knees, girl. I felt every bit of arthritic pain on Sunday. Like my body was like, bitch, what? The and fuck you know, black people was? can feel weather in our knees and <laughs> <What>? joints. <laughs> Oh, it must be about to rain. Speaking <laughs> of black people feeling shit, yes. let's get into some good black ass. <laughs> let's. Black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. I'm black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. So good black ass news. It's all about the kids. I feel like. Um, Four-year-old Parker Curry became a New York Times best-selling author for her book, Parker Looks Up. Um, this is the little girl, I don't know if you remember, was it last year, maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. that photograph, there was a photograph going around on social media that went viral of this little girl mm-hmm. looking up at the portrait of Michelle Obama, and she had this awe on her face. Mm-hmm. So that's the little girl, her name is Parker Curry, she's the one who wrote the book based off she's of She's only that. four? She's four. She was two, two or three when when that picture went viral. So basically, I need to get my shit together. Yes, four years old, New York Times bestselling author. So they, she wrote a book based on her awe-ness yeah. at looking up at our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. Speaking of, did you see her this weekend looking at Barack Obama's picture? Mm-mm. So she went to, she did an event at the... Um, the little girl. No, no, Michelle. Michelle Obama. M- Mrs. Obama did an event a charity event at the mm-hmm. museum and she just so happened to be next to his picture mm. and you just see her looking at his picture like damn that's a fine ass girl go that's my pay. nigga y'all came for your nigga girl came for your nigga also good black ass news um 13 year old Zaria and 8 year old Haley Willard they both host live bedtime story sessions every night on Facebook around the world for children who may not have parents to read them bedtime stories or Aww. who don't get the luxury of getting bedtime stories read to them. So basically they host these live sessions um, every single night. I think they each do one for different age groups and they pick a book and they do a bedtime story. Did your mom and dad kids. used to read stories to you? Um, my mom would read to us, but we would have to read to them. So it would be if we picked up a book, like when I was younger, I was big on the Judy Bloom books. Mm-hmm. So we would pick up the books and I would read a chapter. And my mom would read a chapter. So they were very big on reading. How does going to make you sleepy? That's not like work. Well, that's not like school. <laughs> it was like school. And my niece reads now. She reads to us. We don't read to her. That's even better. Yeah. She reads to us. So she'll, she'll like, I'll, like we have our little FaceTime session before she goes to bed. And she'll be like, auntie, auntie, I have to go read my chapter book and I'll talk to you later. I'll, I'll, I'll catch you later. You know, my mom didn't read me stories, but I love my mom. She would make them up. So it would have I think that's even better. My mama have the most niggerish stories <laughs> to all of our favorite classics. Three little bears. Uh Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs. Especially little Three Little Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, yes. My mom, cause it was Little Red Riding Hood from Liberty City. 
Which was a great ass story. But it made sense. Correct. And did you not take those lessons into your adulthood? Got me sleepy. All right, then. Don't do that. (laughs) Also, good black ass news. Apparently, there is going to be a black news channel that is going to premiere on January 6, 2020. It is going to be a 24-hour news channel. And apparently, um, I'm trying to figure out just what type of programming they're going to have on the air for 24 24 full hours. But um, they were supposed to actually premiere this month. But they decided to push it back to January because I believe they've gotten new opportunity for much more growth mm-hmm. if they were able to push it back two months. So they're pushing it back to just after the new year. So after y'all get through with Kwanzaa and all that, it'll be just in time for y'all to take down y'all Christmas trees and be watching this Black News Channel. Don't look at me like that. That Black News Channel, 24 full hours. Because you know I'm not taking my tree down. Your tree going to be up. My birthday going to come around and your tree still going to be up, I feel like. It's gonna be it was. Like, we going to be in April. Yeah, your tree was up past my birthday this year. So I don't anticipate you to take yours down until June. And side note, her tree is a... She had a real ass tree. It wasn't no fake tree. Hello, she it was a up. plant. So why would you just throw a plant away? Rest in peace, Katrina. We'll see you soon. Also, Omarion is good black ass news for his patience. Yes. And his unbotheredness. He got a ice box where his concern used to be. Speaking of concern, what put a pin in that. None of your concern by Janae. Jesus Christ. I don't know what kind of toxic, healthy shit they got going on, but I like it. I love it. And I felt like I was going through a fucking breakup until Big Sean ass came up at the end. I'm like, wait a minute. You know what's funny? She's going through this song like, hey, I've gone through all these mental, emotional strains in this relationship and dealing with myself and yeah, just trying to did. find myself. And this nigga got on the track and was like, LOL, you wild. So yeah, I like eating your pussy. Did you come nine what? times? What? That's the other thing. Everybody lost their mind off the nine time thing. I'm like, what? Why is this? That's that's excessive, especially women who don't come. It's kind of a lot. Uh, you know. Yeah, well, you said for women who don't come. But yeah, Omarion is unbothered. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, clearly y'all ain't been on the internet. So he did his interview with Vlad TV. And I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I see Vlad TV come up, I think your voice in my head. <laughs> black people need to stop talking to Vlad TV every single time. Like, I don't be wanting to click on the interviews because I'm like, Tanya always saying black people need to stop talking to this nigga. Like, it don't make no sense. Man, he the feds, man. But I did see parts, bits and pieces of the interview. It was a pretty lengthy interview, actually. Mm -hmm. And he talked about them breaking up, like um, B2K breaking up. And he didn't put the blame on anybody. He even alluded to he doesn't think Rasby was lying about some of the shit that he went through that he said that he went through when he was younger. So it was a lot of different stuff. But of course, you know, he had to address the April thing. And he was like, look, she's entitled to be happy. But I'm glad. But what he did say is he wishes that they would change the narrative. Because again, it is going to affect their kids and all of this stuff. Because, and I can't even say they, I wish she would change the narrative. Because in all honesty, Fizz ain't really said shit. It's always been April. And every time somebody says something, it's like April is like forcing this acceptance on everyone like girl love who you love just, that's cool but understand that some people just not gonna like it and just keep it moving right well i mean like i feel like what april is doing is the spectative part of being a part of mona's yeah puppeteering um and to make sure that you have a storyline and uh, a storyline that's worth listening to and watching and caring about yeah. <clears throat> so I feel like one, she is trying to navigate that more than she's trying to. I like she's trying to secure the bag more than she cares about necessarily his reputation yeah. or what's happening. And he's basically saying, "Do what you want to do and live in color, but over here, 
um, just leave me out of it. Yeah. It's really simple. Like, I, you are entitled to be happy because your happiness um, affects my child. You are the vessel in which the happiness gets to my child. So, yes, I want you to be happy. Yeah. But whatever shit y'all got going on, Don't like, drag my babies into it. Fool is all the way in Brazil um, doing a choreography to touch, and he got to go on <laughs> the shade room to see all this craziness. And um, even in that, the reason why I put him as good black ass news is because it's very rare in, in uh, like the celebrity arena where you yeah. see a male who is kind of more laid back than not because you have a lot of men now who are really with the alpha macho thing and you like the, a future type of personality. alpha ma- macho. Pseudo. So you watch a future how he deal with certain things and you watch all these other celebrities or rappers or whoever deal with scrutiny yeah. and how they will drag a woman's name through the mud to make a point. Um, you see how Future treats Sierra. Yeah. You know. Like she's the worst thing ever to cross this world. And all I'm she like, did was have money and a man of her own. And so in this case. Securing all of their futures. Including bags, your babies. Luggage. Compartment rooms. Like securing the future of your child. All of them. The right way. So he is definitely good black ass news because that is exactly how. Yeah. I think it was. Tactfully and tastefully deal yeah, with personal situations. It was very so. adult of him. Shut up. Happy belated birthday to him because while we were on our little break it was his birthday. He turned 35 this year. Goddamn. 35? 35. What? Yes. Let me Google don't do that. He's 35. I can't believe so, he still looks 17. I mean, does our black crack? Touch. All Let right then. So if you are good black ass news or if you have some good black ass news or you just want to be good black ass news, hit us up. Urban Sweet Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Urban Sweet Talk Podcast on all of our social medias. You can, of course, hit us up on our personals. Lady M417 for me. I am wow. Queen T for Tanya D. I'll be damned. Don't be fucking stupid or fucking creepy. That nigga was born in 84. Yes. Who knew? Like me. Wow. I guess, you know, it, it's probably because his stature and his size. I just naturally associate him with somebody that's I mean, I can't young. really just fold him and put him right in my pocket. He's just that short. He is definitely tampon size. Wow. Um, tampon size? It's like short and petite. <laughs> okay. Since we're in the dumpster already. Yeah. I mean, so we're in here and I, okay, so let me back up and just talk about, cause this is kind of recently is, is progressing. Yeah. Um, with Ari Lennox. With the Soul Train Awards. So yes. I didn't watch it in its entirety. Clearly. I didn't either because why? But I mean, I mean, from the clips that I did see, it was pretty good. Tisha Campbell, I just, that's I don't. Why, that's why I didn't watch it. I don't under, but Pam. Tashina Arnold is amazing. She's naturally funny. Yeah, she is. And humorous. Tisha so. has to try very, like, you know how, is it, is it just me or now that we look at the, the Martin episodes, Tashina Arnold was really the bitch on that show. I'm going to say a thing and people are going to feel however they feel. Shout out to Nick because he also brought this up. But also how they tried to play Pam, like the dark skinned one that needed a yeah. man. They never developed her story. We never saw her family. I mean, they tried to do it at the her end. Her mom and they had dad. No choice. Right. And so they really like, the colorism thing was weird. They downplayed Gina, her a lot. they tried to make Gina as the beautiful, pale woman that got a man. She got it together. Remember, Pam was like her assistant. Yeah. And so, it was always this kind of like undermined thing of Pam. 
with the BDB, with but the being black. she's the breakout of that show. Better voice, better acting, better comedy. Better face. She's gorgeous. I mean. Compared to Tisha. Tisha Campbell is not cute. She's not pretty. Her wig looked like it came off the Ma'am. mannequin okay, with the beauty to, supply. Back to the okay, okay. Back to the so <laughs> you know that one wig that nobody buys from it the beauty supply. It's frizzy at the ends. People just been touching it every time they come to the beauty supply store. Anyway, that's what wig she had on. But I did watch a couple clips from a few people. So recently, Ari Lennox, who put out the Sweet Butter Baby, and she did the album and Shea everything. Butter baby. I'm a Shea Butter Baby. I'm what sorry. I was thinking about the Sugar Scrub. Shout out to you, yes. though. Sweet. Ooh, girl. <laughs> yes. Shout out to you. But um, I was thinking about that. And also, when I got on the Twitter machine today, um, she was, she let off a couple tweets basically yeah. saying that like sh- the snub that she got at the Soul Train Awards, like she didn't care about the accolades of any other award ceremony, but she made a soulful album she and to be snubbed at the Soul Train, Train Awards, Awards. Yeah, which is basically for this type of And music. she was snubbed by Lizzo. Who, okay, so two things are happening. People are one shitting on Lizzo's music and saying it's for white people and it's whitewashed and she's not black enough. Um, and then secondly, that Ari Lennox basically deserved that. So right now, she she's ready to quit music altogether. From the tweets that I've read, she's ready to quit music she altogether and join the army. And join the army <laughs> because uh, she just doesn't feel like she can progress in a music industry that's willing to reward someone like Lizzo, whose music has nothing to do with soul. Um, first, really they, they took the girl out of the rap category because they're like, you're not doing that. And then they put her in a singing category. And now, because of her stature, she wasn't even at the award. She kind of mm-hmm. gave this like speech on her Instagram idea. like 20 hours later. Like, oh, I got that. Oh, by the way. Oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, very much appreciate it. Yeah, All right. I think she's in Europe or some shit like that. Right. So you have Ari who made this R&B soulful album. And even if she thought she was going to lose, you know what I'm saying? If she lost to, I think, someone she saw as her contemporary i think she'd be like i get it but to lose to lizzo who makes music for women that have live love and laugh stickers in their house it's it's disheartening wait Hmm? go ahead i'm not doing this (laughs) it's disheartening and and so i get it and what so that makes me of course think about summer walker who album is who has publicly you know admitted to having social anxieties yeah. and right now it's like people don't know what to do with this social anxiety thing and also it's like we don't know how to read it one and also if we do read it properly we don't know how to react to that yeah so all of this is stemming from summer walker has been on tour and she has canceled her last 20 dates right mm-hmm. um and this is coming from because a fan um went on social media and basically trashed her was like yo i paid this money for this meet and greet but really we can't touch her we can't be close to her it's like i want to bring that up like how do you feel about that like when artists are kind of very don't touch me so don't you know i understand the social anxiety thing Mm -hmm. because i feel like i have a form of it to some degree, a very mild form. I don't think I'm so severe because I'm very, you know, I feel like I'm socially awkward sometimes myself. But if you know you have this problem, 
don't do the meet and greets because the meet and greets are, are literally, that's what it is. It's a meet and greet. People are coming up to hug you. They're coming up to take pictures with you. They're paying money to be in your aura, in your space because, oh my God, I adore you. And if you're not comfortable doing that, that's okay if you're not comfortable doing that. Don't offer that. Don't offer it trying to be nice and then it puts you in a position where it's, where you're so uncomfortable that now it it looks instead of it looking like you're just uncomfortable like even if you don't mean to be it looks like you're being disrespectful to your fans because people pay lots of money for shit like this what what was Drake pay, charging for his for his meet and greets for his meet and greets when he did his tour a couple of years ago it was like what three four hundred dollars to come VIP do the meet and greet with Bitch, if I come out of my pocket all that fucking money, you better come sit down. You need to let me sit on your lap. I guess it's two things to be said about that. Like, I get that part, too. But I feel like the entitlement that the public has to celebrities and to these artists, it's like they think because they give them their art that the artist belongs to them. Which is why I say don't do the meet and greet. You don't have to. But even that, because... It's, it's business. Like, yeah. it's not something that she was like, all right, I'll schedule it. This is her production team. Like, bitch, you have to. So I think that just being forced to be in cer- certain yeah. social situations for your bag, mm-hmm. to secure your bag, is it put her in a compromising situation to where she had to say, okay, um, this social anxiety has gotten out of control now. And if you notice, this is typically an issue... I feel like the entitlement is worse on the female artist versus the male. Because you have an artist like a Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. Where is he? You hardly see him. He, I mean, he let the girls know first quarter, so... You have an artist like The Weeknd, mm-hmm. who, for the first, quote-unquote, three albums that he came out with, he was, nobody knew what he looked like. Mm-hmm. You didn't know who he was, because he knew he had these issues. He He's not comfortable mm-hmm. around people. He doesn't even do interviews, because he doesn't like people in his personal space. And he drops the fire ass album. He disappears. Same thing. Adele. A Adele, few other people. But, but Adele is up there. Like Beyonce is up there. Those people are up there. They don't have to do meet and greets. Mm-hmm. The fact that I allow y'all to sh- come watch me perform but, is enough. But not even meet and greets. I think just the the idea that that regular people feel like. Well, when I see this celebrity, whether they say yes or no to me taking this picture, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Because, and, and that's another thing. So the entitlement infringes upon people's privacy and boundaries. Yeah. I feel like it's disrespectful if somebody's out and they're going about their day, like they're running for for a flight in the airport. That, I mean, you trying to stop them to take a fucking picture. I get it. You want to, you want to say, but yo, like they got their shit going on. Or like a lot of times they're like, I'm with my kid. Like, don't. Come. It's one thing if I'm by myself, but then my children are here. Don't come and try to sneak and take the picture. I agree with that. That's, so that's, that's the thing that I think is is also happening in conjunction with yeah, people do pay a lot of money, and these are the artists, and yeah, they are supporting supporting their career. But the reality is, they are not single handedly supporting, supporting their, their career. career. Yeah. And so I cannot agree. Okay, so if I hug you, and then the next 15 people after you want to hug me, and then the next 20 people after that want to hug me, and everybody have their boundaries. Like, yeah. on, a, on a regular level, like me, myself, I don't, I love hugs. But after a while, I just don't want people touching me. I mean, me. even after a while, as much as I'm a hugger, mm. Right, I don't want people touching me. And me becoming a celebrity, me giving you my art or craft doesn't give you act full access yeah. to my body to to everything so i think that sense of entitlement well i pay my money and if i pay this money you gotta do 
all the things that I think you should do. Yeah, well, it depends on the But on I the think setting, just yeah. to be, I think if she was just a little bit, well, she is being transparent now, but I think if she kind of was like, hey, guys, I'm going to throw this meet and greet. Yeah, from I'm job. not really like this, but I want to do this for y'all because I love y'all and I love that y'all so support me. So please understand if I don't do certain right, things. Right, it's not I'm, personal. It's yeah. just how I am and I don't want to offend you. So I'm telling you up front. And then people would be like, okay, I'm not paying these 300 <laughs> Exactly. And that's the problem, you know, for marketing, people aren't going to buy it because they're like, well, she told us she can't hug us. So why yeah, but, would I spend my But money? at the end of the day, whether if you're a fan of if you're a fan of somebody like you're really a fan of that person and you really appreciate their music and their art or whatever it is that they do. Mm-hmm. If they're if if she would have been transparent, I'm pretty sure people still would have came out. And still would have taken picture, like just okay. be okay with taking a picture and keep it moving, like. But, but people again, be wanting extra. People yeah, also, like, also another thing that I wanted to talk about too is is with the picture taking shit, not just with celebrities, but like I get it, you know, like there was a, a video of Trey Songs and Drea taking a picture, and he asked permission to put his hand on her, like on her lower back. Yeah, and the, and the thing with pictures, especially with celebrities or even regular people pictures is that especially men they will find a way to try to take a picture with you to make it look away yeah put their hand on the small of your back around your waist personal areas and it's like back back the fuck up like i don't know you, you like that me, or put your arm around my shoulders i'm not your homeboy don't put your arms around me like that and so people don't not only know but they don't respect people's boundaries like no. physical boundaries and if you don't want to be hugged or touch a certain way it is okay to say that, but I think, yes, people are supporting you. People are spending their money. People are doing whatever. And the very minimum that she could have done or her team, mm-hmm. hey, this girl got problems, so this is what it's going to be. Okay? All right. And keep it moving. But shout out to that queen. Shout I out to Ari Lennox. I hope they both don't leave the... And they're so cute together. Yeah, Ari Lennox and, and... And Summer Walker. They please. I can't I hope they don't be... Um, I hope this doesn't make them disappear from music because their music is important it's they make great music it is highlighting the probably stress and responsibility it requires to be an artist like these people aren't made for it right now Mm -mm. it's just a whole nother ball i mean it was different could you imagine if some of our faves back in the 90s was like actually that's okay Well, Lauren Hill gave us that with that one ass album and disappeared for the fuck ever. Um, it's fine. I let it go. No, you didn't. You sound um, real angry right now. Cause she owed us more. Oh, I had just watched um Sister Act on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so one and two. Side note: This should have put a part of good black ass news because it was to me. So, um, brother, shout out to brother, gave me his Disney Plus login. And I was just perusing. I took like 30 minutes just to No, peruse. it's hard. It's really hard to find something to settle on. Because you want to watch everything. Everything. I have two points to talk to you people about. One, I forgot how fucking funny That's So Raven was. <laughs> it is hilarious. Have you watched the reboot? I haven't seen the reboot. That's okay. But the original. Oh, no, the original is hilarious. Um, also, I watched Gargoyles, to which I realized... You really do love me. What? That's my favorite fucking cartoon. Girl, let me... Okay, so let me tell you about this Gargoyles If y'all don't know nothing about Gargoyles, get familiar. First of all, don't talk to me if you don't know what the Gargoyles are. (laughs) Um, But a couple couple takeaways from Gargoyles. First of all, you realize when that shit really came out. 94? 94? First of all, 
they were dropping gems and gargoyles because one of, one of the characters said, pay a man enough, he will walk barefoot into hell. And mm. I said, no, you weren't telling my seven-year-old ass this. <laughs> no, you weren't. Also, the voice of Goliath is, is Bishop Greenleaf. You it know. is. It is. Damn. Correct. Also, the voice of Broadway, the little chubby one. Yes. Patrick from Spongebob. No, it ain't. I swear for God Moses. Damn it. Now- Girl, are you welcome? You are welcome. Another, my last takeaway from Gargoyles was, <laughs> they ain't got no superpowers. They don't. This whole they was rocked this, this whole time. This whole there. time, I just knew they did something other than being big and ugly. I knew they were like, I'm like, um, as soon as these powers kick in, they for the kick the. Ain't Turns no out, they was just shoving bad guys around, and I was like, wait a minute, there's heavy rocks. And then they turn the stone, and then who fixes the stone every day? Because they break the stone that they clutch their little claws on. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, look. I had I guess a lot of questions. Magically come back together. So I had a lot of questions for look, gargoyles. Yo, they need to do a gargoyles reboot. But if you have Disney Plus or if you have Verizon, you give Disney Plus for like a year. I don't know where you register or whatever, but because they ain't pay me. But I encourage everyone. No, if you get a new account with Verizon, you get. Oh well, year. whatever. Um. Oh no, I think it's existing. No, no, existing account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're doing what T-Mobile did with Correct. Netflix. Correct. Child, I don't pay no Netflix. Correct. T-Mobile. So. I well, my work phone is Verizon. Oh, let me see if I could just girl see me... if you could do a little something. Something. Let me check the corporate account. Get see you a little login <laughs> because nostalgia is just insane. On I'm gonna there. ask the IT department when I go back to work. Let me see. I watched um, Darkwing Duck. When there's trouble, you call DW Darkwing Duck. Let's he get never wore dangerous. Pants. Also, that's the voice for Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. I know that. that I did I know. not know that, that. I know. Child learning all new stuff about stuff I knew nothing about. Listen, I think Disney Plus was is a great investment for yourself. Fuck them kids. Also, introduce your to people who have children. Introduce your children to real shit. That we because what they watching right now on Nickelodeon, nothing. we don't know what that is. We don't know what any of that is. That's not Camp Rock. Mm-mm. That's not even Steven. No, it's not. That's not Aristocats. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't Chippendale Rescue Ranger. Girl, give your kids what they need. Okay? That and that's Disney crew. Plus. So, anywho, um, Disney paid me for that, though. Um, moving forth and on, IG likes. I don't know when that was supposed to happen, but apparently there was this. Um, um, they started. They. I haven't seen it yet, but I know that Instagram was saying that they were going to basically take away public likes on yeah. Instagram. To quote unquote, it's like they're they're tending to the self esteem of the public, which it is not because they want their coins and doubloons because they notice that all of these people and advertisers and influencers are just making big bucks, big bags off of their backs, off of the fact that they can tell people how many followers they have on Instagram. So they mm-hmm. use Instagram well. as a source <laughs> for these companies to invest in them. So Instagram is like. I think it's also well, their way of trying to control the fake accounts and the fake likes. Because if you notice, like, there was something that came out recently that there's a lot of these bot accounts that are out. Like, if I you mean, go under the, if you go under certain, I mean, hell, we get them under our comments sometimes. Like, they're trying to cut back on those because those are not real accounts. So, those should not be counting towards monetar- monetary gain for whoever's getting them or whatever the case is. Um, I don't. 
I don't know how I feel about the likes thing because I don't know if it's really going to do anything. Like you said, on the bigger scale of things, yes, I do believe that they're trying to control that whole money thing and the fact that they're not getting a big piece of that pie. On the on the much smaller end of it, do I think it's probably a good thing for these kids that are coming up using Instagram? Probably, because a lot of these children they post these things and they're that's their whole life is the likes, so mm-hmm. they're they're looking at that. So um, I see it kind of on both ways, but yeah, it's weird because we know it's money driven. It, they're saying about public likes, so it'll basically go. This person and tens of others have liked this photo. That's what you're going to visually see. There's yeah. not going to be a number. Um, but it doesn't matter because if you can personally view it, yeah, people are just going to screen- screenshot it and put it in their IG story. So one, they get more attention. But two, you can see them likes because you know people are not Everybody shy about trying to show these likes. And I also like how people are acting like they don't care. That's another thing. Because y'all fucking do. Y'all care. Y'all care about the likes because, one, I have seen people post a picture at night, delete it, and repost it in the daytime so they can get their maximum praise. I have seen people do strange things to get the the, the praise, the likes, the comments, the heart eye emojis. Mm-hmm. I've seen people do that to do the most. And so I don't want to hear this conversation of, I don't really care about likes. I just do. No, because... If you did not care about whether people liked your content or not, you just wouldn't put it there. But you care. Very true. And so, I don't care if that's three likes or 3,000 likes. Like, you care. And so, I don't know how much this is going to help as far as uh, people's relationship with the likes and doing it for the likes and doing it for the gram and whatever. I don't know how that's going to pan I out. I mean, Twitter will still exist. The retweets will As still be there. It always the will. The likes will still be there over there. It's just Twitter's never going anywhere. Twitter's never going anywhere. It's just that it's just that because of the way the format Instagram is, mm-hmm. it you're able to make more money off the off the of Instagram. Course. So of money course. is you make your money on Instagram, but you It's also very visual. It's very visual. So you make your money on Instagram, but you do your shit on Twitter. Correct. That's where I go to be awful, but actually I don't I'm not awful anymore. I've changed. As of what, 30 minutes ago? Um, I have been changing. Oh, 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 of course. I do want to talk about this. The Tory Lanes. Oh, God. Did you see that clip? No, I didn't. So, there's a clip of... I hate the fact that his voices don't match. I keep... I, for a long time, I was confusing him and the Jacquees, but it's kind of the he same. He talked one way, he sings a different... Like, <laughs> although, his album... Somebody tweeted something very effective. It's like, do you like this Tory uh, Lanez album? Or is it just tied to to samples of songs that were emotionally tied to you? I mean, it is, but they don't sound... Like, you hear some of the original song, but it's not... It's not like a Jacquees thing where he just took the original... No, it's not a cover, of course. completely remastered, redid. What I did like is that he did have the original people on the songs. That's what I'm so saying. So that I appreciated. But they're different. Like, all of the songs are different. Like, the songs are a different view, a different, it's a different vibe to it. But I, I, I do like the album, though. Um, I mean, I haven't given it a thorough peek through. But as far as the interview he did with Joe Button on his talk show. Um, I can't anymore. It's Joe, just, I don't, it's, whatever. But he basically was saying that the kind of money that he makes right now if women aren't in his money bracket, then basically 
get the fuck on. And, like, don't be someone that's asking, like, don't try him like he a trick. Like, oh, buy me this Gucci bag. Buy me this, this Balenciaga. Buy me, buy me, buy me. And he's like, if you can't buy for yourself, then get out of my face. But if you're coming into this, like, I don't care about bags. I don't care about that stuff. Then, by all means, you know, I'm going to do it for you. But if you can't buy it for yourself, don't be treating me like a mark ass. <laughs> and, and think that I'm going to trick off on you. And so it sparked uh, quite a bit of debates on the socials. And, you know, women, honestly, a woman that has something to say back, probably his tone and just his the way he was saying it was kind of mm-hmm. brutish. I can see it. It's kind of brutish because, I don't know, men, I don't know. But I, it's two things to that again. And one of that is correct. Don't be a nickel looking for a dime. If it's stuff that you can, I believe you've said that on plenty of episodes. If I'm going to go out to eat, I can feed myself. Like, mm. I know what restaurants I, I'm going to eat at. Mm. So there's nothing that I'm going to ask of you that I can't, that do, I for can't do for myself. And there's a, the fairness in that. It's like, don't get to me. Yeah. And suddenly you like. All of a sudden, you need this. All of a sudden. Dooney and Burke. You need all that. Dooney and Burke. Friend, that was high school. Oh. Um, Von Dutch. Um, all of us, Echo Red. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's imperative that you have this mm-hmm. Hermes Birkin. Bitch, you right? What, what are you serious? Like, I, I understand where he's coming from with that, and I agree with him to a point. I only say to a point because while he's saying that, you still gonna be in the club taking these bitches back to your hotel and doing all this. Like, don't. Don't give them a reason to want to trick you is my thing. You get what I'm saying? Like if you if you're trying to if you're not looking for something serious in this world, meaning you're enjoying your life, you're fucking whoever you're fucking, you're doing you're living your life, then that's cool. Mm. But if that's cool, that's fine, you can do that. But don't be doing all of this, but then expect the woman to be the moral high ground when you're doing all of this shit. Now, if you're actively trying to find somebody that you want to settle with, that you want to continue to build with, that you want to partner with, then okay, I'm cool with you saying that because you have every right to say that. Like, I'm looking for something stable, I'm looking for something serious, and I need this is what I need from that person that I'm trying to settle down with. But don't be sitting up here doing, carrying on doing all this dumb shit out here in the streets, but then if a bitch want to turn around and do the same dumb shit that you're doing, all of a sudden, oh, it's you can't be doing... We do not get to be the moral high ground for you. You don't get to shit on us because you expect us to be the moral high ground. Well, for me, I think it's more so of um, just the way that he... One, the way that he said it, it was like, one, oh, my money bracket and my tax bracket. And, and it's like when black men get money, and I don't know what the fuck happens, when black men get money... They start to upgrade the things that they feel like they deserve. Mm-hmm. They deserve that exotic looking girl. Mm. Um, because now they feel like they can afford her. Mm. You want the girl that all of them look like um, Kehlani or uh, Karu and Y. What's her name? Karuchi. <laughs> all of those racially ambiguous. Karu and Y, Jesus. <laughs> all of those racially ambiguous girls with the big puffy hair, light skin, slim body. Light eyes. Light eyes. The one that y'all have a type for. Those women are also accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. And though, suddenly, those are the women that you're interested in. So don't be surprised when she's asking you for certain things because when your tax bracket change, you stop looking for the regular Keisha. You stop looking for yeah. 
the girl that that has Those a job. Those are not the girls that that grab no. your attention while you're in the club or while you're out. Somebody there. in business administration and HR and somebody's business. You're not looking for them. Nope. You're looking for the women that upkeep that lifestyle and the the women that upkeep that lifestyle. Came from another nigga who had your lifestyle. That, that gave her bags. Who tricked Chris, out on Chris, her? <laughs> Karuchi was. We didn't know who Karuchi was until Chris Brown was with her. Point, and she's built a whole career. She's built a whole career, and so I get that. Yeah, when you do get into a certain financial bracket, yeah. you're going to want to date people that's on your same level, which I completely understand. Yeah. But understand that women who are on that level as well, you're not interested in no strong-ass woman independent who has her own company, Ooh, makes her own where money. Is the collection plate? You don't want her. No, you don't want her. You want the girl that works. She's a bartender. <laughs> she's She's been getting bags. Men have been tricking on her. Uh, I mean, like, that's the woman that you're attracted to. So don't get to this point and it's like, oh, well, if you don't come with the same thing I got, then don't ask for it. And it's like, that's the kind of woman you suddenly because want. Because the bitch that got the quote-unquote same thing that you got, or in some cases we have more, you can't handle it. Your little ego can't handle the fact, because now, bitch, I'm busy. Now, bitch, you got to fly out to come see me. Because now... Oh, babe, I can't talk to you right now. I got I got some shit to do. Look how um, Nevadius is treating Sierra this whole <laughs> time. <laughs> because she has her own doubloons. She has her own career. She never had to rely She has her own family. Her son has a new daddy. All of these things are happening without him. So, there is much to be said about when black men get money and when they want to trick it off and with who. They want to trick it off, but not with no black girls. Let's start there. Mm. And they want to trick it off... When um, it's convenient for them. Wasn't it Antonio Brown this last week talking about he want a city girl now? Don't he got a whole ass white wife at home? Side note. I ain't going to say nothing, but all I know is I ain't heard shit about them allegations since he got kicked off the team. <laughs> and then I was like, the crafty damn NFL. <laughs> wow. I, you, dog, it disappeared. Speaking of crafty ass NFL. Speaking of, let's talk oh, about God. it. One Colin Kaepernick. Oh Lord, this has been like a fucking mess. I want you to know, this is the most I have ever in my thirty-three <laughs> years of living on planet Earth, Miami, Florida, United States of America. I have given this much of a damn about the National Football League. Oh my God! Now, now that that is said, and y'all know where I stand. <laughs> On that side of the field. So, um, okay. I want to talk about it because uh, I was talking about this with Dito. And this is the most sports we That's can communicate beautiful. about. You were talking to your man about football. This was is... he happy? No. Because you really hate I'm going to surprise him one day and learn some shit. And he's going to think I'm cheating. And I can't wait. He's going to be like, where you learned that shit from? Um, so, Callan Kaepernick. Okay. So, basically, they set up this... this um, Basically, job interview yes. for him to do a workout in front of 25 teams or so. Um, it was very last minute, very bullshit. On a Saturday. On a Saturday, right before a game on the Sunday. Sunday so, game. who the fuck has free time exactly. to be there to watch it? But anyway, 25 of the teams showed up at the last minute. It was moved an hour away um, because uh, Colin Kaepernick's team was basically saying that there were all of these contracts, well, I don't say all of these, but a contract where NFL basically NFL wanted the NFL. them to sign some type of waiver saying that they're not responsible for a whole bunch of shit. And his team was like, nah, this is too shady. We ain't going to sign it. We're not doing it. 
So the NFL, of course, felt some type of way. It was just, it's just so much back and forth. Also, and so much drama. Colin wanted to have uh, his team recorded. His team recorded, yeah. and NFL was like, "Oh nah. However, we will record it ourselves." Um, I think also Nike was probably involved because they were filming some things too, which yeah. may or may not be a commercial. Um, there's no fact or truth to that yet. Yeah, I don't know. However. Um, so all of this happened. He gave a little speech for the people that were there and he threw and of course he is just as talented as he was three years ago. Have you seen this man? Oh just as talented as he was three years ago. And it's not more. It's been so much commotion about it and, and with Stephen A. Smith and with Eric Reed and just everybody's giving their hot takes on a situation. And it was literally only yesterday where I came to a different conclusion than I had always thought. What? And well, that conclusion is one, I, I go hard for Colin Kaepernick and I don't tolerate any disrespect in any way, shape or form because he is the only person that I know of in this day and age that was willing to sacrifice his bread and butter, his career, his money, his family's um, security, security to uh, bring um, attention to one police brutality, um, racial indifferences in this country, just all of these issues that are pertinent to the black community. Yeah. So and he's actually living his his he's correct. Li- he's actually walking. He's actually walking in what he he he's been talking about. Correct. And so I was like, no, I don't tolerate no slander. The NFL is clearly blackballed him. The NFL is the enemy. The enemy. And also watch Finding Dory. Um. Hey man, Ellen is amazing. But in this case, um. And and I was just going so hard for Colin Kaepernick. And at first, I'm like, see, this is another tactic that the NFL pulled. One, that was sh- the shadiest setup that they could ever do. Mm-hmm. And go, okay, fine, we'll give you a workout. What? It's not enough time for the teams to get there. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what you're going to do. But 25 will show up, in which actually seven of them stayed or actually went to the new location. Yes. Which was at, like, some high school... And there, Campus. Was some, and there was some good things to come out of it. Some great comments came out of it, I heard. But, 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 this is where I just recently drew the line. Is one, he wore a shirt that said Kunta Kente to practice. Mm-hmm. And people were basically saying that Stephen A. Smith was Bojangles. And he was kind of shuffling for, you know, them boys. Mm. And now that I think about it, I go, wow, no. Once Eric Reed jumped into the situation, it made everything so much clear to me. And that's because... Make it clear to me because I stopped watching The Foolishness. Well, that's because Eric Reed goes hard to support Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, like does. That's his, bo- his boy, that's his bro. Well, Colin very much supported him and him being reinstated and doing all that stuff as well. So Right. Yeah. And so he kind of attacked Stephen A. Smith because Stephen A. Smith was basically like Colin dropped the ball. So whatever slim chance there was of him getting back to the NFL, he blew it just now by kind of being a diva and I want to do everything on my terms and... I'm going to get my own camera crew and mm-hmm. I'm going to go to my own location. And with Eric Reed, he was there for the workout but left early so he could make the game on Sunday because that was a Saturday and Sunday. And Stephen A. made a <laughs> woo, points were made. He was like, so you left you, this man that you support through and through 150%. You left his workout early so you can go collect the check. From the same people that you claim are oppressing him, are oppressing him. You went to go, you left him early to go collect your check from the oppressor. 
And so with the Colin Kaepernick thing, because it's been three years, I feel like in that time, he should have just, I mean, it's unfortunate because he's really still amazingly talented. However, there is no place in this United States of America that you can file a grievance about a company, one, blackballing you um, and coercing to keep you out of it on the pretenses of something that is racial. There is no way you can, there's a lot of grievances you can file and still work for a company, but that is not one of them. So you cannot, so he's basically saying, I didn't want them to film because I didn't trust them. I didn't sign the contract because I didn't trust them. It's like, if you don't trust them and you didn't trust them uh, three years ago, why are you still holding your hand out for them to give you an opportunity also on your terms? There's nowhere you can go to try to get it, be gainfully employed and say, I want things on my terms because y'all are shady. I don't trust y'all. So you are, the relationship is, is in hell. It's already fractured. It's already completely screwed up. And now you're like, okay, well I still have talent. And it's like, unfortunately you chose to be the martyr of this this cause, which is justified, and we needed somebody like that to be a leader. It's unfortunate he had to sacrifice his career that he can no longer get back. But to come back now, three years later, and like, all right, I'm gonna go to this little job interview. Well, I but mean, on my terms. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I totally agree with you. Um, I, which is why some episodes ago, I have said that I think. I'm okay with Colin not going back into the NFL. I think you're you're so beyond that now. You're so big now for that that I don't think you like I get it. This was your life since you was a baby. You were adopted and your family, your your adoptive parents saw this talent in you and they nurtured it and they you know, they they put water on this on this channel of yours and they and this gift that you had and they made sure that you made it to where you made it to and while you did amazing things and you were an amazing player you had a bigger purpose and i think you know your activism is your purpose that has been your purpose you have been living your purpose you've been working in your purpose these last three years so i feel like the nfl you trying to get back into it you're so much bigger than that and i've always said i'm quite okay with him not ever going back to the NFL because I feel like his life has taken such a drastic shift that you're you're in your purpose now. Yes, this was your talent, but now you're in your purpose. So, yeah, I agree with you. Like this, like it was like just looking at everything that was going on. I'm like, oh lord, this is gonna be a shit show. And as soon as they announced, I'm like, this is about to be a shit show. There's also something to be said about black people always needing to conform to white comfortability. Yeah. Um. And what the NFL is basically saying this. We will accept rapists. We will accept women beaters. Mm. We will accept men who do drugs. Mm. We will accept people with all type of vices. But when it comes to black issues, we don't want to touch that shit. Mm. We don't want to touch that. We know that this is the country's original sin. But yes, our teams are predominantly black boys who this uh, directly affects. 99% black. It directly affects these black boys, their their families and so on. And but we don't need honest. to get these these niggas riled up by your activism. So please leave that black exactly. racist shit over there. Because as long as so these we can keep playing, nigga boys are running around making Tom Brady look good. We will continue to pay. Them. Correct. They don't want to touch it. They, they don't want to touch it. Ben Roethlisberger was a rapist. What the fuck is that? I know. Only reason I know is because he's a rapist. That's the only way I know his name. But. 
that that says a lot that the the NFL is willing to accept a lot of things and not black things. And so what Colin was doing, and it was so peaceful in a way that I couldn't understand how this was creating such an uproar. And the reason that was is because white people were uncomfortable, and we have specialized. And, and moving around comfortability of white people. We change the tone of our voice. We pull up our pants. Um, you get right. You, you act right when you're around them. It's like their comfortability takes priority over what we're actually dealing with, which is death, being beat on, raped. Mm. There are black women and girls going missing at a rapid rate right now. Speaking and no one's of, talking about. Speaking of. Um, so it's 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 a lot that's happening right now, and I feel like everybody is very reactionary and trying to just one have a quick hot take. Mm. Uh, here's my pain. Here's my hot take, and it's like nobody cares. There are layers to what the fuck is happening. It's right a lot now. of layers to it. It's, there's nothing that's black and white. None of these situations are black and white, and I'm and I'm tired of people trying to portray it as such and trying to act like it is it is not there's nothing black and white about the situation on one end i can see um st- I, I i see a lot of Stephen a's points um espe- especially in direct correlation to eric reed but on the flip side of that i also see where colin kaepernick is coming from because while we do see he is while we do think he's greater with this purpose that he has at the end of the day, he was just a little black boy who wanted to play football at the end of the day, but he couldn't just simply ignore he black ignore boys dying on the yeah, street. He couldn't ignore that call. So and I don't think we're ever going to see it again. Cause one, we're watching it play out on what yeah, will happen. And I think if this is, if let this just be the last point, let this just be the last time and just be done with it. Just, I think at this point, just, you just need to be done with Maybe it. Maybe he just need to open a boutique. Anyway, speaking um, of black girls going missing, correct. Um, so there's a lot. One, okay. I feel like every day that I get on socials, there is another black baby missing. There's somebody's sister that's missing, somebody's cousin, somebody didn't come home from three days ago, and 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 of course, right now, just us knowing more about sex trafficking, um, and how rampant it is, and how. Um, I mean, I've been reading stories on Twitter with, with women just kind of like, oh, this did happen to me. I just didn't say anything. So, somebody snatched me up. Somebody locked me in a car. Somebody had the child safety lock on. I couldn't get out. Um, somebody tried to snatch me up in the broad daylight. I was coming out of a Walmart. Like crazy things. And then there are all of these tactics that are being used to distract women long enough to get kidnapped, to be taken off the street in broad daylight. Um I know that I saw one of them where they were leaving like a bottle of liquid or juice or something with the top off Mm. turned upside down or right side down um, on the car. So basically when you move the bottle, all the liquid is going to fall out. That distracts you enough for them to come up behind you because your guard is down. Or they'll put a zip tie on your mirror and you're trying to figure out how to take it off. That gives them enough time to get to you. So I also... Um, I was speaking about this on the other podcast, Love and Less, uh, Love Less and Badass Soul podcast. Need to stop posting these thirst traps. You see him? Hayes got to stop posting these little thirst traps. I'm sick of it. I'm like every. I'm just. I'm like so. What is going on here? You a model? Whatever. But you look good though, baby. You look. But on, uh, I was speaking about that, and I just what I did notice is that women. And I hate to say it, and I'm not going to say this is our fault at all, because 
You have the right to go to wherever you fucking need to go without being kidnapped and harmed. Very true. Howsomever. Howsomever. Um, I notice when I am out, because my antennas are usually up. Mm. I, I know exactly what's going on around me. Mm. I've looked at things 10 to 15 minutes before you've already seen it. That's why when I'm with my nigga, I already know what women he for to look at. Because I seen her 15 minutes ago. My antennas are always up. And so, and also because I'm very just um, conscious of people around me. And I always think about like, okay, if somebody came to me and asked me what happened, I need to be like, okay, so three minutes ago I was on this block. I saw somebody with a green shirt and and I, I need to be alert. And even when I'm going to the store, if I'm in an aisle and I just feel in my Shondo, there is somebody behind me. I will take a step to my left or right to make sure they can come by and through. Ma'am. Ma'am. My eyes are up and I watch a lot of women with one, their head down in their phones. On the phone, um, completely distracted. Don't get me started on the ones with children just trailing behind their asses. Behind. Behind. They on the phone too. God, da, 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 and the baby's trailing behind them. Barely making it. Little Tutu barely got her shoes on right because the back is hanging off. And you, you're speed walking ahead talking about your next sew-in. And I watch so many women that are just not conscious of their surroundings and it and it alerts me and alarms me because it's like especially watching what's happening right now and so many black girls and women are missing and I just for those black girls and women or if you know any black girls and women one love on a black woman today. Secondly with consent. With consent. Secondly, um Make sure that you are talking to them. Make sure that you are letting them know to be more alert. Send them them little memes or whatever that tell people to, about Child, safety. The video has been going around. The, the whatever. video has been going. It's been making it. It's on terrifying. Social. So let me say this. This is not a new thing. First and foremost. It, it definitely isn't. First and foremost, this is not a new thing. Um, living in South in Miami, we are a border city. Meaning, we get people in and out of here through several different means. People can drive into here. They can fly into here. The port is a very big situation. And a lot of these port cities have been the dominant locations of um, sex trafficking. Because what they do is they snatch your ass and they move you within 24 hours. And the only way you can do that is with a port nearby. So what they will do is they will snatch you. They will put you in these damn um, tractor trailers that be at the port. And next thing you know, you're on a boat, you're on a boat to Timbuktu, and you' about to be somebody's slave for the rest of your life. It it is very it. The reason why sex trafficking has been why it's coming up to be such a big thing now is because the minute they catch one part of the ring, it's like sleeper cells. Mm-hmm. There's a whole nother part already in motion. And the thing is, because the window of opportunity is so small. Once a little, once a child goes missing, this there's a reason why when children go missing, there's an Amber Alert immediately. Because the longer it takes them to find that child, the harder it's going to be to either find that child ever or to find that child alive. So with sex trafficking, especially with our black girls, especially with our black girls, we are considered exotic we are considered different hypersexual even little black girls little black girls are considered hypersexual because our bodies are forming much earlier and our bodies develop at a rapidly alarming rate as in contrast to our white counterparts did did you hear about like in connection to the same thing there was this 
um, doctor, he used to be a doctor, um, who recently went to prison and because he confessed to killing a certain amount of women. Yeah. Um, for their organs and basically was saying that it was a necessity. So we already know that organ harvesting has been a a prevalent thing, but also just the makeup of the black body. There are cells and things that are (laughs) just look up Sarah Bartman as go as far uh, back as Sarah Bartman, please go as far back as Sarah Bartman and then follow and then follow it continuously. And that, that is the beginning of when the, the first public, um, fascination with black female form started and that's just physical when we get down to our biology look up the movie the never ending the oh shoot what's the name of never ending dna or the never the the black woman's dna that they've been that they use for years yes years like look all of this shit up this shit is real this shit is mad real and I was saying it a few months ago every time like i i don't watch the news but i get the alerts on my Mm -hmm. on my on my phone and sometimes when i'm scrolling 13 year old goes missing. Mm-hmm. So there was this one week in South Florida where it was like every hour it was a girl missing. I'm like, where the fuck are these kids going? And I'm like, yo, we need to be very conscious about what is going on around us, especially when it comes to our children, especially when it comes to us as I mean, we as women is one thing, but our babies, especially. Yo, I don't I can't tell you. When I'm driving to work, I pass through three school zones to get to the turnpike, right? And how many little kids? I'm talking about little. My Walking themselves. Mommy says six. These are children younger than her and smaller than her. Walking themselves to school. Bro, I don't give a goddamn if the school is across the street. I'm walking my baby to school. I'm dropping my baby off. I'm picking my baby back up. My niece knows if her mom and her dad doesn't pick her up, it's only going to be me or her grandpa. But you somebody not, coming. You are not to get into the car with any of those people. Mm-hmm. You are not to get into the car with anybody unless it's one of these four people because we are the only people who are authorized to take you out of school. There's this. There's been this whole thing about these white vans that people mm-hmm. have been seeing. And I'm talking about, I got friends in Tampa who have mentioned it. Somebody on Tampa who lives in a community said her and a mother that lives across the street were on the phone and they're like, did you notice that van? Because mm-hmm. that van, this is the third time this week this van has been in our neighborhood. And there's no identification on the van. There's no writings, no nothing. They normally have paper tags, so they're untraceable. Bro. So I think that we need to also don't park between any white vans. God damn it. Now, granted, not all white vans. Sometimes it's a painter, a carpenter. Nigga, Jesus was a carpenter. I understand that there are business white vans, but just have your antennas up and be more alert to your surroundings and not to say that this can completely, um, you can completely avoid the situation because a lot of times it's unavoidable when there are men who are two, three, four times stronger than you, you know, literally taking you and, and putting you somewhere else. You don't have a lot of choices, but you do have the choice of one looking at your surroundings Going to places that's well lit with a lot of people around. Mm. Um, not going to places isolated. Women. I know the dating scene is very crazy, but meeting people off the internet and meeting up at places. Meet somewhere that Ooh, is Chalet. mutual. Meet somewhere. Don't have nobody pick you up. Somewhere Ever. that's mutual. Don't go to nobody's house. Well lit. People around. You have witnesses. That's what you need around when you're meeting somebody until they can develop your trust. But up until then, our guards need to be 
as high as they have ever been because there is something definitely going on right now. And I think that we all need to be safe and do our due diligence to try to be safe. And listen, I know y'all like taking these little pictures at the gas station at night before y'all go to a little club or whatever the hell y'all try Gas station? Let me tell y'all something. First of all, when did that That night? When did that become a thing? Y'all better stop that shit, okay? Y'all need to stop that shit, that whole stopping in the middle of the night, doing carrying on, doing the most. Y'all be doing the most. Y'all be jo- y'all be twerking on cars and carrying on. And y'all not realizing they be motherfuckers watching y'all and they be following y'all. As someone who has been followed once on foot and also in the in my Whoa. vehicle, it is not it is the most nerve-wracking thing to ever happen. I was jogging on a very county line, jogging on a very busy street. And I still, this was probably like 1130 in the morning on a Saturday. Uh, A white guy in a car was pulling up and was pointing into the car, like get into the car. Bitch. And I'm looking around like he can't be talking to me. It is broad fucking daylight. And I don't know you, motherfucker. He slowed down, put his hazard lights on. And so now I'm, I'm alarmed. So then I really started running. Then I really got my cardio in. Because I'm like, this is how easily it can happen. Had I not just been looking at my peripheral and not paying attention or in my phone or looking at a timeline. Even when I got my earphones in, it's always one in, one out. I need to know what's going on. I need to, I need to be able to hear what's happening. I need to see what's going on. So ladies, a lot of times I hear stuff before I see them ladies we know i'm blind as a bat. and also fellas that that have women in their lives do your best to one love on the black woman protect us as much as you can because one we need y'all more than ever right now and women do your part to do, be as safe as you can and to be as alert as you can and let's not get it twisted we are not living in the day and age where if people see something happening that they're going to get involved just last week there was a woman down in south miami who was literally snatched out of a parking lot. She was screaming and making noise, and all the people were doing were recording that shit. Correct, because that's where we are. I got it on footage, though. So anyway, and also, we don't expect people to be Spider-Man and superheroes and go beat the bad guy. No, don't do that shit. But do something other than recording it, because somebody already recorded it already. You like that man in Kindle who saw that white van watching them two little girls at McDonald's, and he recorded that bitch and got the the tag. So we're going to do our part, because it's getting scary. Howsomever, let's just switch gears for a second and let's talk about some fun stuff. Um, Side note, it do get dark at 2 o'clock in the afternoon now. Y'all need to go home. I done already told y'all, although time (laughs) went back one hour, it gets darker four hours early. (laughs) So, okay, let's talk about uh, this topic here. Have you... Which one? Have you ever snooped and found out something Mm. bad but couldn't confront the person because you were in the wrong for snooping in the first place? Well, how about you, Marla? (laughs) (laughs) So, as a rule, I don't snoop because I snoop one time and I did find out something and it was very detrimental and I could not, like, I was angry, but I could not express the anger. I could not express that. Like, it was an argument. Like, we got into an argument and he did not know what the fuck this argument was about. He just knew I was pissed off. I canceled his birthday party. No, he was going away. I canceled his going away party and I was pissed. That's all he knew. But he didn't know why I was pissed, what the problem was. He just knew I was 38 hot. But I couldn't tell him because, bitch, I went snooping. And since then, I have never, I don't snoop anymore. And that was since I was like 22, 23, around that age. That's good snooping. When that happened. And I could be FBI if I wanted to. But I've learned that. When you go looking for shit, 
Number one, you're going to find it. You will find. And when I say you will find it, it's whether or not it's actual mm-hmm. or whether or not you perceive it to be actual. It doesn't matter. You will find something. I also want y'all soft asses to know that a completely empty phone is just as guilty. <laughs> Well, I didn't snoop at his phone, though. As some shit. I mean, at that time, probably not. Yeah, I didn't snoop at his phone. At that time, that I snooped. Who child. I went. I got FBI credentials and found some shit. And sped the gadget. Girl, there was no, like, social media wasn't a big thing mm-hmm. back then either. Like, I found out some really incriminating shit. And I really could not. I couldn't. I really. Dog, I was so angry. Like, I was angry. But I couldn't say anything. I shout out to my best friend Sabrina because Sabrina like bitch you know you was in the wrong because you went looking I was like god damn there were probably two times in specific one of them you know about the <laughs> other the other okay so that one hey guys this is a long long time ago babe if you listen it was a long long time ago but <laughs> there was this guy I was like talking to or whatever and like he just just wanted to buy me stuff and take me where places and like smoke me out and I was like Cool. And one day he left his phone unattended. It also didn't have any locks on it or anything. And so, you know, with the iPhone, you have the option to see the preview of the text or just to show that you have a text from a person. And clearly he had the option with the preview of what the text is. So you peruse your little eyes over. I wasn't even, I didn't even pick up the phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was laying there. It went, the light went off, which drew attention from my peripheral. I looked at it. And that shit said, I'm going to call you fire hair red with that good ass head. And I was like, oh my. Open. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the rest of this. And I was perusing his phone and went in his DMs. And when I tell you, he was just slinging dick left, left and right. And right. Oh, I was like, see, this is why. And like, he kept trying to be like, why are you being so resistant and you don't want to give in to me? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. But really in the back of my head, I was like, Cause I, in my spirit, I feel like you a sucker ass nigga. And until further evidence was provided, I kind of was very stand. I don't know why he tolerated me because I didn't treat him that nicely. But he just dealt with it. And I was, like, I, mean, I was like, mm, okay. But then I read those. <laughs> And you realize why. And I looked at them DMs. I'm like, this is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I mean, when I tell you, he was in girls' DMs of which I knew. That'd be the... And oh. I was like, see, this is why. And so, I never confronted him about it because I didn't care enough about him to do the so. The niggas who fuck with you or want to fuck when with you I found fuck with out, other bitches that you know. Oh my God. But when I found out... I mean, I was already mean to him. But after that... Oh, the bitch calls it, came out. It was so abrupt. It was like... Wait, first of all, I had waited till the blunt was done. But then... Because you... You are... Um, let me tell you, I'm not going to cut my fun short. Exactly. Because you're doing you got that. priorities. And weed is one of them. So, <laughs> I smoked. And was like, well, all right. Well, I'm going to holler at you then. And he could not get a hold of me ever since then. He, st- he would just be like, damn, we was cool. And you just yeah. fucked up the vibe. And... Da, da, da. and i was just like boy i don't even know what you're talking about well i'm very ha- well i'm i i don't i don't go through phones i've never gone through phones i just felt like it's just it uh, it whatever it is more trouble it's, than it's, it's more worth. work than it's worth and i feel like if i really want to know something or if i 
have a feeling about one thing about Marla's intuition. This bitch has never steered me wrong. Mm. If something is tingling in the back of my mind about mm. something, I'm first of all, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm 35. I'm gonna just ask you straight out. A X Y Z. Based on your answer, either I'm gonna fuck with you still or I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is at this point. Um, women don't 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 go looking for shit because you will find it. Two, don't go looking for shit and raising hell knowing damn well you're not going to leave that nigga anyway because that's just a waste of energy. That's really my point because I'm not going to encourage y'all to not do it. I, I kind of encourage. encourage people to do it sometimes because I feel like no, because I don't want it. To, I don't want it to happen to me, and I don't do shit. I, my phone I, is whatever. I don't but. want it to happen to me, but honestly. I, I mean, I used to be strongly against going through somebody's phone. And not that I will right now because I have a level of trust. I just don't have to do that. But you really don't know a person until you go through their phone and you start to kind of put the pieces together. So, you know, like when I went through that guy's phone and I, I, I was looking at the text messages mm-hmm. and the frequency in which he was texting. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so right after, like, let's say we were just hanging out and we went somewhere and I went home, I would notice that like almost right after I left his presence, it was like slide through. It was like, I was like, oh boy, you can't put me on no roster. I'm me. So I'm out. <laughs> right. And the only way that I, and it was my fault for entertaining somebody I'm not really interested in. But at that time, at the time, I was just BSing. That's just what it was. Just BSing. But that makes me feel like, okay, so if I, let's say, fell for it. Mm. Let's, let's say I fell for the whole charade that men do, and you're the only girl, and I love, not only girl, but you know, you're the only person that got all my attention, all that crazy shit. Um, and you fall for that, and you grow feelings for this person, and then you go through that phone, and you see some wild shit. It's like, yeah, I shouldn't have been snooping, but also I'm less of a priority than I thought. Yeah. So. And I think that's more so the worst part of it is. Right. When you think that you're a priority to this person or that person is a priority to you and you realize, okay, you're not a priority. You're just an option. Also, the second time I did, I didn't necessarily go through a phone. Again, I clicked open. (laughs) If your phone lights up and you don't have any locks on it. And whatever preview text it is leaves like a to be continued. Who still has preview text? People do. I'll click on it. So uh, my friend is very nosy. Listen, now that's not to say if information comes to me on its own. So if okay, so if someone alerted you to go through the phone, like sis, no, woman to woman, no. all I'm asking you to do is when you get some free time, I'll probably ask. Straight out. I won't go through the phone. I don't go through phones. That's never been my thing. It's not. That's just me in nature. It gives people... It robs people the opportunity to bullshit and lie to you. True. Because you can ask and people go, what? No. But it's still... The fact still remains that it's not... I have a curious nature. Mm -hmm. So once I start doing that, I'm not going to stop doing it. So now it becomes... It's not no one-off. It's not going to be a one-off. So rather than me... Rather than this, than this becoming a habit that now it's going to be like, okay, I have to depend on me going through your phone. 
After in we, order to get the truth. In, in order to get the truth. We there's no trust here. There's no there's nothing here anymore. Fair. I have no respect for you. I have no trust for you. At this point, I shouldn't even be with you. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason I'm, I'm here and I'm putting myself I'm I'm basically making myself a glutton. You compromise yourself when you exactly snoop. So rather than me starting because I'm I'm not one of those people that I could just be like, okay, I'm gonna do it just this one because it's gonna be another time. Another time will come up. That you're going to be like, damn, I really need to find out and I don't think he's going to tell. Then you're going to go through his mind. I'd rather just not do it. And I know friends who, my close and personal friends, who go through, when I tell you, bitch, they got GPS tracking on their niggas. Like, why are you doing so much? Like, That's no. That's not even necessary. That ain't even necessary. Don't do that shit, man. Come on. Dick is everywhere. It is, but it's like, there is a part of me, I don't know. She's been changing. There's something about me that understands why a person would do it? My only thing is, if you were to do it, you have to be fully prepared to end exactly. whatever it is. You have, yeah. The goal is set. Okay, I'm going to look through here because I have asked you, and I don't feel like you're being honest with me. I have asked you again, and I don't think you're being honest with me. So the only way I'm going to get some form of honesty is going through your phone, which is completely unbiased. Yeah. Whatever is there, you is have there. to be. You have once you cross that line, you need to be. You need to you need to understand that you need to be ready to deal with whatever you find because you right. will find something. Also, and if that means the end of your relationship, you need to understand right. that that's the end of your relationship. And if you're not ready to, to come to terms with that, bitch, don't do it. Also, also, don't create an insecurity with your phone that didn't exist. Oh, child. Like if you've always left your phone face up and went in the next room and did whatever, but all of a sudden you leaving that shit face down. You need to have your phone like under your ball sack like you just have to have it on you 24 7 you go to the bathroom you go to the next room you go to the kitchen you go to the refrigerator you go everywhere oh i hate a i hate you a cannot, answer the phone and walk away from me ass nigga bitch sit right here where the fuck you going or they wishing it and they and whoever on the phone asked them what they was doing it was like nothing nothing bitch we not doing nothing so us sitting together watching mr robot it's so not, we're not doing nothing it's not doing we nothing. watching gargoyles it's not doing We got nothing. popcorn between us. We got a blanket over our lap. What you mean nothing? Live order SVU on the TV screen is Saturday. Hey, ladies, what you should do is go to your man's phone and turn the volume up all the way to the very <laughs> tippy top. So when he do talk on the phone, you just get real quiet and you can kind of hear what's going on <laughs> on the phone conversation. That also creates transparency. <laughs> now it's a three-way call. What the fuck wrong with you, bro? It's a three-way call now. <laughs> Anywho, um, that's our show this week. <laughs> We may have ruined some relationships, but hey. Or made it better. Hit us up. Let us know. Hit us up, Urban Sweet Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can always hit me up on the Twitter machine at I am Queen T. I am Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on the Instagram. You know how I feel. Don't be creepy. Also, don't send any, any, um, what are those? Requested DMs. I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't speak that language. I don't venture over to that region. I don't know what that so is. So I just realized I'm very trash when it comes to my DMs. If I don't personally know you, I'm trash. Who are you? With my Chat, DMs. please. I'm tra- I'm just I'm very trash. I'm, I'm with great. my DMs. Any people I'm, I know sometimes, I'd be like, oh well, shit, it was five days ago. I'm so and I haven't yeah, checked like, it. I'm, I'm sorry, and you know, blame it on blame it on social media, not my five heart. Five days ago, I'd be like, it's kind of too late to it's answer. It's kind of too late to answer now. At this point, like, there's all right. No- it's, it's really no point. And I try to be better because I don't do the social medias like that. I'm trying to get better with the social medias. But life. And I live it. And it's just... 
not all the time with a phone in my hand. Sorry. Life be life Um. Somebody was like, why didn't you post any videos from um, Grill Fest? Because, bitch, you should have bought a fucking ticket and went out. Why am I going to... I was enjoying myself. The entitlement. Anyway. I was enjoying myself. I was doing my little gooyard in the mud, minding my business. People really do feel entitled. It's really crazy. Anyway, um, I do have a quote for the week. The quote is vulnerability is not winning or losing it's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome wow i feel like that was completely directed towards me it, you know that you part of the service judgmental? you know that part of the service where you'd be like pass the talk directly judged. to me i feel seen that was from brene brown if you have not um watched her vulnerability definitely TED, should. TED talk um on the youtube it has crazy million views because she is speaking directly to the heart um, so check that out. You Marla. should also follow her on social media because she's she is great. fucking amazing. And she has a transparency about her that I really appreciate. I adore her yes, so much. She's amazing. I think I'm going to go and rewatch that TED talk, actually. Um, my final thought for the week, Bay, Christmas is coming up and you are not a gift. So get me the shit that I asked for. A dick in a box. Alright, guys. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> my dick in a box